This is Mission Qualphone, a monthly podcast that takes you inside the workings of our company, but not just the ins and outs of business. We look at the ideas and insights that make Qualphone truly unique. As a company, we are committed to being the best and making each person's life better. Join us as we get to know and learn from people from across the organization. What's their story? What have they learned? And how do they live out Qualphone's mission? Welcome to Mission Qualphone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Mission Qualphone, the podcast where Jeremy and I talk about all the things we love about the company we work for. How are you, Jeremy? I, I'm great and excited, surprised, shocked that we are coming to the end of season three of the podcast. That's just crazy. It is crazy, isn't it? No, it's, uh, I, the last few years just flew by, just flew yeah. by. I cannot believe it's November, 2022. Yeah. Crazy experience. This life experience happens in a flash. And mm. actually it's, that's a perfect lead in into our, our interview, because I think there's a moment you'll hear in the interview where, where I like catch my breath. Cause I realize how young the, the, the interviewee is compared to me. And I was like, oh, just like choke on the mic. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, but she is wonderful. She's a firecracker. And I am so excited to introduce her to our, our employees, to our listeners, to everyone. I'm excited for the future of our company. We have some fantastic female leadership and I'm all about highlighting them. So we are very excited to have with us today our VP of Operations for both Bogota and Mexico, Jordan Sandoval, is our guest. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Hi, team. Very pleased to meet both of you. I've heard a few podcasts, so I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to speak. Welcome to not only the podcast, but really to Qualfun. You are at this point two, two months into your tenure with us? Two months short. Um, it's been an exciting weeks for sure. And I'm looking forward to turning that year and having that same eagerness to learn from the company. It's just been an amazing journey so far. We joked before the podcast, it'd be fun to re-interview you in six months. <laughs> six months it is. We'll write it down and make sure that I have the same energy moving forward. <laughs> no pressure, Paul. No pressure at all. So, I am excited to hear all about you, and um, I'm really excited to hear about the two sites that you oversee. I have not had a, an opportunity to go there, uh, so I'm, I'm just excited to learn all about you and, and the sites. So tell us your background, how you ended up at, at Qualphone, and then we'll just get into the conversation. So uh, before I got here, I was working for a decade in insurance company industry, so it's a different change for sure, um, but the model is the same. It was divided in between, let's say, the insurance side of it and the BPO side of it. So basically, from my end, I was born and raised there, I would say. I'm right now 34, so it's a, quite a piece of my life, if you know what I mean. And I was always eager to learn and have a change of scope just because it had been such a long time for us, I think here in Qualphone the same, it feels like a family. So I, I wanted to bring more to the table 
both externally and internally. And I think the reason why I decided to change is learning, I would say that would be one. And two, I wanted to engage in a sense that it was a different proactive approach on leadership. And I just got like a call from obviously a few interests in Qualphone. And I wanted to make sure that I was doing right, not only um, on work-wise, but also on a personal level. And I felt like I could bring more to the table if I changed of companies. And as I progressed in the interview, surprisingly, I heard of the mission and I was very eager to learn more on each call and interview I got. And it was like layers for me. Interesting enough, each one has a side to the story. But what I can hear that was resounding in between everybody is basically be the best and make people's life better. And and I feel that that just sums up what I live for on a day-to-day basis. And it's kind of a calling that I already had in me, but sometimes if you feel it differently and just, I just felt like it was the right time to make that change. So I've heard a lot about our interview process. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, an interesting, very um, tied up and long process, but it just shows how much they care. And obviously, I won't say their names just out of respect, but I, I felt that like they have the time and interest in me. So they took the time. They brought in everybody that I can think of in the C-level I was very amazed on how much we invested in these interviews. Like each one of them must have lasted an hour, but everybody had a story to tell to their life in Qualphone and how much passion they have to make sure that each account is blossoming, that our team is growing. And above all, it's just like how they interconnected with the mission of Qualphone to ensure that they deliver their day-to-day expectation with a client and go above and beyond. So yeah, I, it was a very different experience on, I would say, a normal model of interviews. That's what made it so special. When it's harder to achieve, I would say that the investment and timing as well, given if the outcome is positive. I can attest that the C-levels are very detail-oriented and invest a lot of effort and time into into the talent that we want to bring to to Qualfin. So that also must say a lot about you because I know, you know, in this market, there's a lot of people (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, applying for jobs. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. So where are you located? I'm located in Mexico City. I'm working, I would say, a hybrid model. So I'm the majority of the time in the office. And if not, I'm working from home. I'm also a mother. So for me, it's all about balance, making sure that I have enough time invested, specifically for Mexico and Bogota, even though Mexico is where the heart is from Qualphone or where we started. At the end of the day, we just moved from one site uh, to a different site. So everybody does have this sensation that they just recently moved. And because of that, that that's making changes internally and externally as a company. So I'm trying to provide a structure, (laughs) making sure that everybody has what they need. We just recently joined two site directors, one for Bogota and one for Mexico. They have, I would say, a month at given in the company. 
One of them already actually was part of the team for Qualphone back, and they actually appear in the books of Qualphone <laughs> on the calling. I was like, wait a minute, I know this name. And it, right sure, I had an interview with her, and I was very amazed and pleased that she was going to join. You know, like it was a, a blessing from above, if you know what I mean. I was really happy to see her join again the company. And then in the side of Bogota, it's also new. Like they just started at the beginning of the year. We're working really hard to get our company up and running and have a one true qualified approach on both ends. So for me, it's all about making sure that I'm where I'm needed. So if that means being in sight, I will. If that means going uh, back and forth in between Mexico and Bogota, that is something that is challenging, but I'm willing to do to make sure that it works right. I just want to jump in and say that you mentioned, we didn't mention her name, but I'll mention her name. Alejandra Romero is who you were talking about, who's our uh, site director in Mexico. She's actually coming up as a guest on the podcast, and you're absolutely right, Jordan. She has a, a big history with Qualphone, and you mentioned that she's <laughs> she's mentioned in our book called Answering the Call. And yes, so she's coming up, and we're excited. Yeah, yeah, she has a, a interesting story as well. And just so you know, Jordan, so anyone from the company will send us recommendations because Jeremy and I only know a certain amount, I mean, of people within the company and we want to try to get people from every location and every demographic and it, you know, we're, it's an effort. And both you and Alejandra came in from our CEO, Mike Morrow. He thought you guys would be great guests for the podcast. So uh, mm -hmm. we're excited to hear about you. So you kind of already mentioned the mission, how you heard about it. So first of all, it, it, the way it was communicated to you, it, it made sense. You identified with it because I sometimes I always wonder and Jeremy and I will talk about that. You know, we talk about this mission a lot. And if you don't know what it is, it could sound weird. It might, but I'm all about founding with love. So it might have been something that I, I it was new to me for sure. But then after speaking with, um, you know, all the main components of the company, I was impressed because you can't place a word sometimes when it comes to leadership. It's really difficult to interconnect the goals of a company versus what leadership should really be like. And I know everybody um, is struggling right now with how we need to improve our interconnection and because of home office and the pandemic that we just all recently passed or is still ongoing in certain points. But for me, it's uh, very much of you know, leadership is something you can't turn off. And, and when I just heard, you know, you found by love, it, it just clicked on me. So it, it might be something different for sure. But as I progressed and I've even like had the opportunity a few weeks ago to hear Alfonso, we, there was a Congress uh, for families and he was literally giving a purpose of meaning not only and for the company itself, but he, I literally ended up being in another meeting and it was him and his wife and they were talking about purpose and mission within the family too. So for me, it's like that balance that we're looking for in between being a good leader, being a good mother, being a good employee, making sure your team has what they need to deliver to make sure that we're the best BPO. So it, it does seem like a, a challenge when you're new, but I just felt like it was so near to me. Jordan, you mentioned the mission and I love the way you said it, it It felt very near to you. I really like those words that you used. I'm interested to hear how, obviously, the, you said the mission was new to you, but but at the same time, it resonated with you because the 
the concepts are not new to you. It sounds like that's something that has been part of you your whole life, probably. So my question is, how does this mission inform the way that that you lead people? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I would say that the first thing was just making sure that I was looking at it at the cracked angle because I know that I was onboarded and recently introduced to the mission. So the first thing was just making sure that it is aligned to what leadership truly means to me. For me, those four agreements that we have, basically, you know, keep the commitment, move fast, add value and speed it wisely. Those are the mottos of how I operate on a daily and weekly basis. So it does sound intense for sure. But I think that Ale um, does bring to the table, you know, that additional foundation that I'm looking for in the team. And at the same time, we do make a good mix in what we're looking for for the leadership. So for me, it's all about the mentoring, right? So I would say that I'm still in the process of learning but it just interconnects. So those four values for me, at the end of the day, they become agreements, but those are already embedded, I would say, in my DNA, just because of how I was built out. So everything I do is because of consent and what I've learned from my people. And if they need something different when it comes to styles of leadership, I'm really good at, I would say, dwelling with changing, which is one of the things that I'm really good at too. So anything that needs improvement or that is imperative, I just make sure to circle back with my team to make sure that they are having a positive note on the changes that are being done. And I know moving fast is a priority, but it, when it comes to the people, I would say that our teams right now are managing so much on a day-to-day -day that it's also valuable to look at the mission in the sense of praising our team. And for me, a being participant on not only what needs to be driven on a KPI scale point or on a budget, or even in a planning ramp up, it's also giving the time back, for example, for customer experience and inviting the mission team so that they can deliver an additional sense of what truly it means to entrust to our team, you know, how important they are in our lives and how they make those changes. And if they're happy and we're happy with them, what they'll deliver is a positive outcome both to the client and also to our programs. I have one more question. And it, sure. I, have one, I have one more question too, Marisol. <laughs> By okay. all means. Two more, two more questions. Two more questions. Two more questions. Okay, so we joked around about six months from now doing an, a follow-up, but honestly, like a year from now, five years from now, uh, when you're past the newness and the excitement, looking back, what would you l like the next couple of years to look like as far as uh, what the company can provide for you? Like what, you know, that we're in a market right now where we're competing for talent um, constantly and every company <laughs> is, is trying to highlight all the different benefits. And I'm just, I really am curious uh, from <laughs> your perspective of being you, like what yeah. can we do as a company? Do you think to, you know, the future you be still as happy and excited to work here and passionate? Well, that's another good question for sure. I, I think that for me, it's not what the company can provide, but more like as we progress on our tenure, that I'm able to look back and say that as a team or as a whole, because there's so many components, like we're working internationally. I mean, I would say that we're interconnected. And I, at the end of the day for Mexico and Bogota, that's only where the location is at. But there's so many, I would say, support functions that are in the States. And it's just making sure that when I do look back that I can proudly say that we made our team stronger, 
that we delivered a retention plan that uh, is uh, beneficial to our agents, to our operation and managers, and that we can make a you know a positive change in all of these families based on I would say inflation benefit compensations, and that as an equal that we can just basically look at the results and say we prize them and we're doing even better. The recommendations we give out to our clients are sharp. We know our business even more than they do because of all the investment that we have into each one of these programs and that the footprint on a scale for the FDEs, it's double the amount, not only because we want to see them grow, but because that also quantifies on the level of interest that we have for each one of the opportunities we get granted by our vendors. So I'm not really looking forward to what Qualfin could give to me, but rather what the story is going to look like five years from now. As you heard, I'm very invested. So for me, it's if it's a decade or even more, I just feel blessed. But I just want to make sure that every year there's a change that transcends in between both Mexico and Bogota. So let me ask you about Bogota because Bogota is new. You know, our our site in Bogota is is fairly new. You mm-hmm. mentioned earlier that that we started in Mexico, so we have deep roots in Mexico. Tell us about Bogota. Tell us what Bogota is like for those of us that have never been there or aren't familiar with Bogota, but tell us what that site is like, what the people are like, what's your experience with Bogota been like? So um, first thing is that I've known Bogota for a few years before I actually um, came into Qualfun. And the first impression of the country is it's a place that I would be even interested in recommending to a place to live in, even if it's one or two two years. And the reason behind it is because the culture is very similar and at the same time, very different than Mexico. And the reason why I'm saying is, is because at the end of the day, even though we all have a similar approach to the culture, we have, you know, the people are very different in comparison to Mexico. And by all means, obviously, you're always looking for something that is not within range. But I feel like whenever I visit just everybody in general are real sweet hearted, like they're devoted to what they do. They're very professional. They entrust by the first impression, um, the trust that they can impose on a person. So I just feel welcomed in the site from the very first time I came in. And I was impressed on how, even though it was a new site, the mission, the strides, the values, they were already there in the facility something that was maybe different for Mexico, but that changed a few weeks ago. We did all the branding inside of the facility for Mexico City. So I, I do like that on a technology and facility level, the, the, um, the ground for Bogota is just very, I would say, R8, <laughs> 2020s, where you can see that um, it's all new, right? So even though the building is uh, around 30 years old, the inside of it, it's like gorgeous, the way the layout is done, the marketing branding of the company, you just feel like very into the vibe that they have. And the culture is different because they're very serviceful. So for example, they'll welcome you, they'll go downstairs for you, they'll treat their team and the mission for the agents in a very particular way. I know somebody um, specifically, I won't say her name, but she's part of a the team of mission in Bogota. She's the only resource we have. And I have to call her out because she'll literally do double shifts, 
not because of anything but interest, to make sure that she can gather the pictures of all the activities she's doing on a weekly basis so that she won't let out uh, either the afternoon or the morning shift. So very driven, people driven, and also making sure that everybody's accounted for. I can tell you that as soon as you arrive to the desk, um, the receptionist, she's goes above and beyond like so courteous very attentive interested uh, to grow as well and she lets you know right off the bat like whenever you have that conversation with her it's just amazing how nice and direct she is and then when it comes to the agents like the the way that they treat each other is how they treat the client and and it's a very I would say empathetic and, and with quality driven resource but becomes it, it becomes natural for them and mm -hmm. I'm sure that it's because of the country. And now regarding the city, let me tell you that they, I, there's not much time to do, you know, any visiting anywhere. But like if you're able to just go out and have dinner, as an example, um, just the cuisine. And I'm very interested in food, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> we all are. Yes. <laughs> but it, the, the food is really good. Like I would say that they have great dishes and that are different to what I normally would eat here in Mexico and Mexico has a really good uh, overall I would say cuisine but Bogota is just different for me so I, I am driven to the challenge for sure for meeting a different country but uh, by all means uh, the sense that I get there is that they're just so very welcoming and passionate for the work and their lives in general and that just I don't know brings the positive side and end of me just because it makes you feel like I want to make sure that this site blooms. <laughs> right. Well, you know, not not to put any pressure on you, but, you know, Marisol and I would love to go to Bogota, you know. By all means. We just had Tracy visiting us last week in Mexico, and he, like, he called out the branding and how he wants to set an example with Mexico's site. And while he was talking, obviously, we were talking about how productivity and efficiency and ownership, uh, it, it comes all uh, fully in way when it, when you have that branding in place inside of the sites. And you just feel like everybody feels more close to the company, even if you're from a distance coming to visit and just seeing that change of different and living, you know, the qual phone life. For me, that's one part. But for the other side of it, uh, I would love to have people in Bogota as well, and more, even more so if both of you join. So <laughs> we're looking forward. I mean, we will have a few more trips on our way this year. And if by any chance you do have the time, by all means, we'll be glad to receive you there. <laughs> I would love to go. I would go for vacation to Colombia. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't really happen when you're traveling for work. <laughs> I know. But, if you can go for vacation, then maybe you'll learn more from the city and the country than I do. Because, I mean, in all honest truth, whenever we go, it's just like, you know, 100% invested day over day, making sure that we can basically be as productive as we can in sight. So I've well, been there what, a few times. <laughs> in the next couple of years, I'm going to check in with you and say, have you taken a vacation day in, in Colombia? Because you deserve yeah. one. <laughs> Not good at tracking those, if you know what I mean. But um, uh, to be honest with you, whenever I'm on vacation, I I'll probably end up opening my phone or looking at my emails, working in my time and balance on my personal levels, too, because that's something that I know that is a great area of opportunity of mine. I'm sure you already heard Mike uh, podcast. He was referring to two sweet ladies and one of them was me actually so <laughs> <laughs> it's like turn off your computer and try to have you know some space in between so that you can be more productive on the following day to come <laughs>
when you mentioned your age, you know, I almost had a mini heart attack because I was like, oh, what an amazing future you have. And I'm so excited for you. Like, I, I want to check in with you every couple years just to see how you're progressing and if your passion is, you know, if you're finding your total vocation within the company, because I think we're very lucky that you have come to join us. And I do think people in ops have to learn to, you know, in, in operations have to learn to balance their time because especially with, you know, the smartphone, it's, you have it to is. disconnect. You have to it disconnect. Uh, and usually, you know, the thing is all of you have such great teams, you know, at least that's what I hear through the great Ryan and you trust in them that when you, go, they'll get the job done because that's what we want. We want everyone to have a full and balanced life here at Qualfam, which is new for me, especially in the BPO space. I used to be one of those people that if like I had a family emergency, I would feel like I couldn't leave. Um, yeah. And it's something that I had to like learn here at Qualfam. That's like, it, it, you have a family emergency. <laughs> well, I've had a few so far and, and I, I mean, not to say anything in addition, but um, just, you know, positive and kudos for my boss, Mike, but I, I had like a plan doctor's appointment for my two kids. And those are the ones that you can't schedule, you know, the change of date or hour. It's just what they give out to you because that's how insurance works here in Mexico at least medical one. And it was a really important, important appointment for me. And he just said, take the date. Like, obviously I was back by midday, <laughs> engaging everybody and trying to make sure that I could leverage the time that I stepped out. But it just made me feel so different than I am accustomed to, because typically whenever I say, you know what, I need some time for an emergency to be with my family or whatever that might be, and it collides with my schedule, instead of getting a negative response or tone about it, it was on the contrary. It's like, don't worry, focus on your children, make sure that they are doing well. And if they're well, then you're okay. And then if you're okay, then you'll be able to work well. So for me, it just made, I would say my day. And also those are the type of things that I had been postponing for a few years. My two twins have uh, six years and there's so many things that I left out because I was trying to compensate and now that I'm here, I just feel like I can be open about it and just feel that there is this repercussion in between all of us of um, understanding the needs of, yeah, both obviously our um, achievement and results as a, a company, but also about the, you know, employee values and the family values too. And they're all tied in between or interconnected. So that's making me really happy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I think it boils down to that each person philosophy. It's really, this is something that we're very passionate about, that we want everyone to have a wonderful human experience. And what you do for your job is part of that. And we want to be that kind of company that makes people's lives better. <laughs> I mean, you certainly All do. Right. I think everybody does think big. But the most important thing is making sure that we're all equally taken care of. So for me, as long as there's a positive progress and we can make sure that it works for our people, then count me all in for another decade <laughs> <laughs> That's or what, more. <laughs> what I was getting at about your age was that I was just thinking back to back in the day, uh, Jeremy and and both uh, uh, Jason Scarpe are constantly dinging me for <laughs> my ageism, but Back in the day, um, I just imagine if I was at your point in your career, 
but working for a company like Qualphone, how, you know, just how different that was from, you know, 20 years ago. So welcome to Qualphone. Looking forward to seeing you shine bright at our company. Absolutely. And Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. We know how busy you are and you made the time to join us for the podcast. And Marisol, when you said earlier that you and I don't don't know everyone in the company, what I've found since we started the podcast is people avoid us now, right? They, they don't want they don't want to have to I come don't think podcast. they avoid us. Like I'm always I wasn't I was surprised that you invited me one. But two, I was more surprised to see that you keep them going. Like, it literally means that we can expect a new podcast our way, and each one of them brings a different story in line. So I'm one of the ones that actually listens to them late at night and just going, say the hurrah or kudos and linking because I'm so proud of the team and the way that they're being managed. Like, hats off for both of you because I honestly feel more connected. Even with the people that I work, I've been able to hear them out in this space. And it just, it's a time to, you know, unravel and just speak from truth and be kind to one another and you learn from each other's experience. So in all honest truth, I think that you should keep them going even once a week, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> you're one of those. There's, there's, there's some that want I'm to do that. I'm a podcast <laughs> kind of girl. Yeah. I'm one of those for sure. Um, thank you. No, thank you very much. That it means a lot to us. And yeah, we're, we're rounding 60 and we have a wonderful group of, of people like Qualfun. And I think what we hope to bring is just 20, 30 minutes of reminding everyone why we do what we do. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you run a participants, let me know. I have a few that I could suggest to that oh. I would be interested in here. So by Please all means. do. Always. And, oh, <laughs> I'm sure they're you... shy, but I, we can bring them to the table and see what they can bring too. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this and good luck and can't wait to meet you in person. Likewise. I hope to see both of you soon in Bogota or Mexico. Thank you. Marisol, I think at the very beginning, you used the word firecracker. Is that right? Is that correct? <laughs> I think so, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Jordan is absolutely a firecracker. Just tons of energy. Any call I've been on with her, that's just the way she is. And I love being around just very positive, motivating, upbeat people like her. And and I really enjoyed the interview. I did too. I hadn't met her. I I hadn't. I don't think I'd been on a call with her per se. So it was a completely new experience. And I was. I immediately like emailed Mike Mara, our CEO, and I was like, "That was a great referral. Thank you." Yeah, <laughs> I, and just a lot of energy. Just just high energy. Yeah. Just high energy. Yeah. That, and for her role, that's that is exactly what she needs. So and a mother of twins. So yes. Wow. Could you imagine? Um, Well, you can't imagine because you're the mother of twins, too. But that's I can't imagine two babies at the same time. (laughs) I can. I lived it. Um, I don't think we have the hour that it would need to deconstruct that experience. (laughs) (laughs) But it is it's a, a wonderful blessing. And it's obvious that she can handle that and so much more. So I'm I'm excited for her and for the company. Well, we are closing in on the end of season three. And we've got two more interviews that I'm really looking forward to uh, before we wrap out the season. I'm super excited for the next two episodes. We have Alejandra Romero coming up 
who has a fascinating history. She was with the company from very early on. I, I actually read about her first in a book that we that was written about the company and the founder. And so I'm excited. I have so many questions uh, to ask Alejandro Romero. And that's going to be a really interesting story. And then we're ending the season with a very special guest, Alfonso Gonzalez Jr., son of Alfonso Gonzalez Sr., our founder. And that is a, a great episode to end the season with. And I, I'm excited. I'm super yeah. excited. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Please make sure to listen, subscribe, share with anyone you think might find this story of our company interesting. And if you'd like to learn more about our company, you can always go to our website at qualphone, Q-U-A-L-F-O-N.com. We have a lot of great information out there. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you could reach us through our website. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks, Marisol. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mission Qualphone. Remember, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts please subscribe and we'll see you next time on Mission Qualphone.